This is the 77 WABC minicast. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Welcome to the Larry Kudlow Show. Great pleasure to be with you, as always. So a reset here. You can listen to us, by the way, this uh, radio show. You can hear us on the Internet, live streaming on the Internet. You can hear us, LarryKudlowShow.com, LarryKudlowShow.com. Catch us all across the country, throughout the world, the entire solar system, including the Milky Way. LarryKudlow.com. And during the week, incidentally, during the week, Fox Business, name of the show is Kudlow, 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And if by some crazy chance you can't get us at 4, you can just text your favorite 9-year-old, and she will show you how to DVR the show. All right, we got plenty to talk about today. Uh, South Carolina primary. Uh, we'll have uh, John McIntyre of Real Clear Politics and uh, Joe Concha, Fox News, will come on and kibitz about that. But I want to start with a d- different subject, and that is uh, Ukraine and Joe Biden's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic so-called war on Vladimir Putin and Russia trying to stop Ukraine. Nobody wants the Ukraine war to continue. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands of people killed. Looks like a stalemate. Going to go on forever. Yes, Putin's a bad guy. Putin is a bad guy. No question about it. Did Putin kill uh, the dissident Navalny? Well, I don't know for sure, but I'll bet he did. I'll bet he did. I have no way to know how he did it, but I'll bet he did. So here's the thing. Yesterday, Biden unveils more sanctions, 500 sanctions against Russia. And none of them have any clout whatsoever. Just like the 400 sanctions that he had earlier. This has been the most futile, typical Biden, nothing burger. I don't want to escalate. I don't want to show American power. He and all his little minions, Blinken and the State Department, Sullivan and the National Security Council, all these Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama retreads. They say they're for human rights, but they don't do anything about it. Peace through strength. They don't know anything about peace through strength. Anyway, so they slap on 500. You know, you could you could sanction everybody in Moscow, okay? There's no extradition. We don't have their bank accounts. It's a complete nothing burger. And these sanctions that he put on are not going to have any impact whatsoever. If you think the Biden sanctions on Russia are going to have some crippling financial effect or cause some wartime pain for Putin, think again. Think again. The only thing Russia understands is money and oil. Oil's their cash crop. Oil finances the Putin war machine. 
when Biden came in and started shutting down America oil and gas drilling and fracking, LNG is the latest. He shut that down. When Biden let the uh, Nord Stream pipeline go through, reversing everything Donald Trump did to make us energy independent, he gave – the Nord Stream pipeline gives Putin power. And these guys said, go on ahead and do it. The Trump administration, we had, we had closed that thing down. Wouldn't let the last tranche be completed. Biden reopens it. So oil's, you know, $100 a barrel, $125 a barrel. Even now, even now, oil, Brent crude is $80, $85 a barrel. It was 40 under Trump. You know what the difference is between 80 and 40? Russia's war machine, Putin's war machine. And here's a bizarre story, part of this story, you know, we have all these sanctions on oil and banks, but we don't because there were carve-outs. We never really sanctioned all of Russia's oil production, and we never really sanctioned all of the Russian banking system. And I'm going to get to the central bank in a minute because we've got $300 billion of their reserves, the crown jewels. Then there's this story. It was an investigation by the Wall Street Journal newsroom. Some uh, mysterious oil trader from Azerbaijan. This guy assembles a secret global trading network. Right? All around the world. Offshore, unflagged, which allowed Russia to sell its oil. We didn't. We haven't stopped them from selling oil. China's buying it. India's buying it. Turkey's buying it. South Africa's buying it. Brazil's buying it. So this clandestine trading network it makes a mockery of the oil sanctions that Biden put on. And uh, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, this so-called $60 barrel of price cap, nonsense. Now, I don't know what the percent. They're selling, my guess is, Russia is selling oil through this clandestine network or directly to China. I mean, China doesn't care. They're going to be making probably close to $80 a barrel. So think about these numbers. Here's how pathetic. Here's how here's how Russia has outwitted Biden. Russian petroleum sales are above 180 billion dollars last year, 2023. That is according to the International Energy Agency. And you know what, folks, it's only slightly less than pre-war. They're making 180 billion dollars. All right. And uh, that's because the price is high at 80 bucks. I mean, if the United States didn't, if, if, if we had drill baby drill, we'd be producing 15 million barrels a day. And that would knock the price back down, way down, closer to 40 than 80. But that's not the point. We didn't do it. Russia is producing between 10 and 11 million barrels a day. And you know what? That's about the same as the pre-war output. That's about the same as the pre-war output. So the price is still high. They're still producing, and people are still buying. And 
The Bidens never imposed so-called secondary sanctions. Never imposed that. In other words, if Russia does business with China, we should be telling China, no, it's not just if they do business with us. It's what they do business with other countries. Trump would have said to China, Xi Jinping, you buying Russian oil? Then I'm going to triple the tariffs on all of your exports to the United States. Trouble. Already have 25% tariff. Trump take it up to 50 or 75%. Guaranteed. That's called negotiating. Tough. Trump tough. But, of course, the Bidens don't do any such thing.